Good afternoon and welcome to Community Focus at JJY. I'm Ken Thomas along with Tess Taylor. And today our guest is Jana Shogren. Jana is the Executive Director of Bridges of Hope. Jana, welcome back to Community Focus. Thanks for having me, you guys. Our pleasure. What is going on at Bridges these days? Oh my gosh, you guys, so much is going on. So, of course... You know, fall is just a busy time of year in general. Kids are back in the full swing of school. You know, we are headed toward the holidays. So I have some stuff I want to talk to you guys about with that. But probably first up, I should tell you about, I mean, our Operation Sandwich program, of course, primarily operates in the summer. However, we do also provide lunch and snack pack type type items when there are long breaks from school. And of course, the MEA break or Education Minnesota break is coming up. And so I just want to make sure that people know that if you are listening and you are in need of food to get through that MEA weekend, because we know kids eat a lot, especially when they're home from school. (laughs) So if you need a little extra boost of groceries, um, October 18th, it's a Monday evening right before the break, 6 p.m. until the groceries are gone. You can either stop by the excuse me, Pine River Chamber of Commerce or at Bethlehem Lutheran Church in Brainerd. So we kind of tried to go to the two opposite ends of our service area Mm -hmm. so people don't have to quite drive so far. So 6 p.m. October 18th at the Pine River Chamber of Commerce or at Bethlehem Lutheran Church in Brainerd. And they can stop by and get free meals. Exactly. Yep. It's a, you know, bag of groceries with non-perishables that'll get you through that weekend. Are you guys in need of donations at this time for that specific drive or do you need volunteers? You know, we are good on volunteers. We are are good on groceries. We did a bulk order on groceries this time. However, we will be doing this again at Thanksgiving. We'll do it at Christmas. We'll do it at spring break. So if that's just something you're interested in is donating financially to Operation Sandwich to make sure we can keep operating this program, you can go to Bridges of Hope's website. You can go to our Facebook page for information on how to give, or you can always just send a good old-fashioned check our way at (laughs) P.O. Box 742 in Brainerd. Very good. Hey, Jana, um, do you have numbers on uh, how many families you served this past summer with Operation Sandwich? Yeah, it is. It is insane. So we count lunches that go out, you know, so when when the bags go out, like how many lunches could be made from that for an individual mm-hmm. person? Yeah. 30,000 lunches Stop. went out the door this I summer. See. And it was it was it was like 19,000 last summer. So I mean, there oh, was a significant my. increase in need this summer. And I think it also helped too. We tried to be more responsive and um, again, like I said, when we're having two opposite ends of our service area for pickups, we ended up with five pickup locations all summer wow. rather than the two or three that we had had in the past. So we're really trying to reduce that transportation barrier, get groceries as close to folks as we can. But yeah, 30,000 lunches yeah. this summer. So we have an awesome community who donated to make that happen and volunteers who showed up every week to pack up those groceries and to meet families out at parks and other locations to, to get groceries in people's hands. Absolutely amazing. It also wow. speaks to the need, though, doesn't it? It does. Yeah. You know, it's tough. People are still, you know, some people are some people are doing all right. You know, they weathered the, the pandemic all right. Mm-hmm. But other people, you know, you look at some of the industries that were pretty hard hit and had to close their doors or reduce their hours. You know, there are people out there that are still facing joblessness or reduced hours or they have had kiddos who are home distance learning and child care is a huge issue and shortage. Yeah. So it, it's tough right now. So and, and food is just something very tangible. It's something we can help with. We all need it. So it's we, we're just very happy to be able to 
to help our community in that way. And we too know, Jenna, that your services, I mean, if people are struggling with some of those other things, not just food insecurity, uh, they can reach out to Bridges because that's what you guys are here for. Absolutely. We always want to bridge that gap. You know, that's what we're here for. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, I hate to even list things off because we can help with a lot of different things. But, you know, the general sorts of things, when you think of your basic needs, keeping a roof over your head, keeping food in your belly, keeping the house warm, you know, car repairs, transportation issues, those kinds of things. Mm -hmm. If you just don't know what to do, just give us a call because that's what we're here for. We're here to listen to your story to help you sort it out and figure the, out the steps forward. So, you know, mm-hmm. just just give us a call, 825-7682. If you're facing a need or a challenge or you just don't know what to do, just call us and we'll help you figure it out. It's awesome you're here for the community. Yeah. It's great. As we approach uh, the other holidays, uh, Jana, every year there's a couple of ladies here in the building that go around asking for money so that they can deliver Thanksgiving meals. And you're doing that again this year, are you not? We are. So on top of Operation Sandwich, of course, you know, the Thanksgiving holiday is a time when we all look forward to that traditional meal and, and, um, you know, that looks different for a lot of different people. However, I know for being somebody who hosts Thanksgiving and happy (laughs) to do it, it is not an inexpensive meal to put together, right? (laughs) So we just want to make sure that everyone in our area who wants to gather with family and have that traditional Thanksgiving meal can do so. So we have a couple of opportunities. One, again, if you're on the the side of things where you need that help, if you just think, I don't know how I can put that Thanksgiving meal on the table, either reach out to somebody you're connected to. Say you're working with a social worker at Crowing County or you have a worker through LSS or any agency in town. They have already received an application form from us. They will go through that application form with you. We just ask that, you know, we want we want to know that you're connected with somebody and that somebody can verify that need. You know, this, again, because we then on the other side have people who sign up to sponsor those baskets, mm-hmm. they just want to know that we've, we've taken that step to make sure that those groceries are needed, that meal is needed. And so please connect with a service provider if you need the meal. Otherwise, again, call us 825-7682 and we'll go through that process to get you connected. However, like Ken said, if you're on the other side and you have a little extra to give, maybe you're a family group who wants to get together and do this as a, as a fun little project to give back to the community. Maybe you're a work group who everyone wants to throw in five or ten bucks mm-hmm. and one person goes shopping. So what we do is we just ask you to, again, call our office or email um, jess at bridgesofhopemn.org. This is all on our website and our Facebook page, too, if you want to go check it out. But basically, we we help you figure it out. We give you, we assign you a family. We tell you how many people are in the household, give you the address. We give you any sort of preferences, dietary needs that you might need to know about. You get to go shopping for the groceries and you get to drop off that meal and just know that you help the family in need have a nice Thanksgiving. That's so cool. That's, That's a neat nice. idea. Yep. Yeah, we've been doing it for many, many years now. I mean, I, we must be going on 12 or 15 years at least of wow. doing this in our community. So, yeah, very happy to do that. Yeah, well, it, you know, here we have a couple of ladies in our sales department that have done that for quite a number yeah. of years. But it's a great idea for any business to find a few workers that want to go around, collect from the rest of the coworkers, and be the ones that deliver that meal. I think it's a great idea. Yeah, it's really an easy way, like I said, to give back and kind of do a feel-good thing and band together with some friends or some people you work with, like you said.
Yep. All right. Now, Jana, do I understand we have some breaking news on this edition <gasps> of Community Focus? <laughs> we do. So some people may have heard, but, you know, it's hard to get the word out in a big community. So, yeah, in case you haven't heard yet, Common Goods coming Crosby, Minnesota. Yay. So as you know, we have our locations. I know. Woo-hoo. We have our locations in Baxter and Cross Lake. And we've been thinking about it for a little while. And, and Crosby is such a cool community. Mm-hmm. There's so much going on out there. Whenever I'm out there, I'm amazed at something else that's popped up. And just with the between the bike trails and other things going on, there's just a lot of buzz and a lot of people in town. And so we had the opportunity. There's a beautiful location that's been renovated. It's at 27 West Main. Um, for those of you who aren't exactly sure where that is, it's literally right across the street from Rafferty's. It's just down the block from Iron Range Eatery. So just to give you kind of your bearings there. And yeah, so we 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 have the space leased. We're starting to do a little bit of um, build out of what we need to do. Not quite ready to announce a grand opening date, but I'd say stay tuned. Probably mid-November-ish we'll be ready for you to come shopping out with us in Crosby. And, of course, looking for donations in that location then, too, at that time. We we will be. Yep, yep. So if you're cleaning closets, you you certainly could bring those things to Baxter across. But if you're able to hold on to things for just maybe a couple weeks here... We will be announcing some dates to, to start dropping off things in Crosby. We'd love you to help fill up our inventory at our new store. So and, exciting. And, Jana, maybe you should explain for our listeners that might not know, I think most of us do know about Common Goods, but how that model works because this has been a great way to raise funds for the good things that you do. Yep. No, that's a good point, Ken. So we opened, 12 years ago, we opened our first Common Goods thrift store in Baxter. Wow. So the idea was that... People have stuff and they want to donate it to a good cause. So we have these great thrift stores that I'd say are are a little unique. They're kind of hip thrift, we call them. (laughs) And so people can donate. We get the items kind of ready for the sales floor, put them out there with a fair price on them. However, the idea is that we make money at the thrift stores and all the profits that we make at Bridges of Hope, or excuse me, make it common goods, come back to serve folks at Bridges of Hope. So it helps us build those bridges for families in need. It helps us with Operation Sandwich. It helps us answer the phone when you're in need, get the Thanksgiving baskets out the door. It helps us do all the things. So so yeah, by by donating there and by shopping at Common Goods, you are helping serve families in the Lakes area. Everything stays local. We serve Crown County and surrounding communities. So when you shop with us, you know all of that money is helping local families. And there's a good feeling when you do something like that. I know, Ken, your family has donated there. and Many I've times, yeah. donated there a thousand times. And you, you drop off your goodies and you're like, I got to go sneak in the store and find some more treasures. You know, So yes, it's yes, a really great way to do that. it. Mm-hmm. Donate awesome. and go shopping both. Yep. Yeah. And I was going to say, uh, as you described it, uh, it's it's a great store. You can find a lot of awesome things. I mean, uh, people should remember about shopping at Common Goods. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. They're just treasures, truly. It's a treasure hunt. And the, the inventory changes daily. Every day. We get stuff in and our staff are constantly getting it out, prepping it for the sales floor. So you could literally see a different store every single day. Yeah, exactly. That is so true. And it's very easy to donate. I know, depending on which store you go to, I think Cross Lake is right now requiring you got to call and just make an appointment to drop stuff off. And is it Monday, Wednesday, Friday at the Baxter store? And like from noon to something? Is it noon to four? Oh my gosh, Tess, you could work for us. You know what you're talking about. Absolutely. (laughs) So so Monday, Wednesday, Friday, noon until we're full, basically, in Baxter. And then Cross Lake by appointment on Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And that came up out of, you know, during time of COVID when we wanted to be safe. Safe and kind of 
be as little contact as possible. And then also it comes from the fact, like you guys said, people are just so generous with us. We literally sometimes are just so full, we can't take anymore. So we're not trying to turn people away. I know sometimes the hours don't exactly work for people. So we just say, give the stores a call. Yeah. You know, they'll try to work with you. I'm not saying they can open up any old time, but they will try to work with you if you're, if our hours just don't work. Cause we want to, we want to accept your awesome donations, but we also want to keep it safe and, and keep things flowing for, for our staff too. And also, if there's items that you can't use at Common Goods, don't you donate them elsewhere too? So they still go to good use. We try to do that. Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. So again, it's a double edged sword. We do want people to bring us good stuff that is sellable, you know, that we can either sell, but we do sometimes set things aside. You know, when we work with different entities and they tell us they have needs, you know, the women's center sometimes or shelter needs things Mm -hmm. sometimes. So we set things aside and we, again, we want to do good in the community by selling what we can, but we also want to put as little in the landfills as possible. However, I do tell people sometimes, if it is just ready for the landfill, feel free to go ahead and yeah. bless and release that into the landfill on your own. Because you, Marie Kondo. <laughs> you know, yeah, if you bring us your garbage, then we just have to put it in there anyway. Yeah. And, and and it increases our bills then. And then that's less good that we can do in the community. So yeah. so while we want your, your items that, you know, if you would actually pass it along to somebody that you know and care about, well, then bring it to us and we can sell it. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it's okay. Sometimes the life cycle of items just needs to end and we give you that blessing to Let it go. Let it go. (laughs) Hey, Jana, one last question. Are there volunteer opportunities at Common Goods as well? Oh, my goodness, yes. So, again, that's how we can – and you talk about the ability to open up more donation hours. If we got volunteers in there to help us go through things and get it out on the sales floor quicker, we could probably get more donation hours going on. So we have everything, anything from checking to make sure, you know, plug things in to make sure they actually work to – to hanging clothes and getting them out, to pricing them, to just straightening. You know, people sometimes people just like to fiddle and straighten. Mm-hmm. If you're that kind of person, we can use you at the store. So please do reach <laughs> out to the store managers. They absolutely would love you to come and organize. Is Tess an what organizer? Is, oh what are you? You need to come fiddle with us. Uh, you should <laughs> come see. Fiddle. You should compare our desks, and uh, that pretty much says it all. <laughs> funny awesome well that's good to know there are volunteer opportunities so many ways to help and it all is really to give back to the community and that's wonderful it is yep yep okay jenna anything else that we should mention about bridges of hope right now i think again just the reminder that if you need that food october 18th before the mea break if you would like to sponsor, reach out to us soon. We're for Thanksgiving. We're trying to get people matched up and get instructions out to people and and go and donate and shop at the stores Okay, and again, your website? BridgesofHopeMN.org. And you have a Facebook presence too, don't you? We do, yep. You can follow the stores on Facebook, and you can follow Bridges of Hope on Facebook. Wonderful. Excellent. Jana, thank you so much for taking time to visit with us today. It was nice to see you and talk to you. You too. Thanks, guys. Okay, that's Jana Shogren. She is the Executive Director of Bridges of Hope. I'm Ken Thomas, along with Tess Taylor, and that is today's edition of Community Focus. We remind you that our Community Focus programs can be found on our website, 1067wjjy.com. And you can also listen through our free downloadable app, which is powered by Cuyuna Regional Medical Center.